Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you for joining. My name is Martia Umar. Just as many Nigerians are heaving a sigh of relief following the suspension of fuel subsidy removal, the federal government hits them with a shocker that they're going to pay. That means there will be consequences. What does this mean and how is Nigeria going to pay for it? The senior special advisor to the president on media and publicity, Femi Adesino, while in an interview with Channels Television, explains how Nigeria will pay. Fine. Head or tail, Nigeria will have to pay a price. Is either we pray, pay the price for the removal in consonance and in conjunction with the understanding of the people, but if that will not come, the other cost is that borrowings may continue and uh, it, things may be difficult fiscally with both the states and the federal government. You know how much could have been saved if the subsidy was removed and how it could have been diverted to other areas and spheres of national life. But if you do not go that way now, and I agree that it may not be auspicious to go that way, then we have to pay a price. At a certain time in this country, because some refineries were working, later they worked marginally, later they stopped working, so you couldn't decide what it cost the country to really supply fuel to the people. But after some time, it became apparent because importation became wholesale, 100%. And therefore, you also knew that there was subsidy. The finance minister already explained it. The PIA, when it was passed in August last year, embedded in it is that six months after the signing of that legislation, there will be full deregulation of the oil industry. Therefore, when the budget was uh, being prepared, it envisaged that by June, July, there will be no need for uh, anything to break the cost of petroleum again until this policy reversal. So the law, it was the law that accommodated it. That bill was a 20-year-old bill, 20-year-old bill. Whether it was sent in the original form and shape, I do not know. But it's a 20-year-old bill. So all governments, past and present, had always envisaged a time when subsidy would not be paid again. It's not just this government. It had always been there. I, 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 I listened to General Abdusalami Abubakar last week when he said if the subsidy was removed, there will be uh, riots akin to the NSAS riots and all that. But I recall that General Abdusalami himself adjusted the price of petroleum as head of state. So that shows you that all governments had always realized that the country could not continue with the price regimen for petrol as it is. The president would love to do whatever is good for the country. If the subsidy could be removed in a way that will have a human face, he will gladly do it. He would love to do it. But if it can't be done in a way that it will not uh, worsen the, the plight of the people, no, then he wouldn't want to do it. He wouldn't want to do it. But government is a continuum. 
If this government does not do it, another government could do it. And what those who are saying is political, what makes them think that the next government will not be an APC government? From all indications, the next government could also be an APC government. So would APC be laying booby traps for itself? Government is a continuum. And um, sometime in the life of this country is either that subsidy is removed or uh, refineries are uh, reactivated and they begin to work, plus other uh, refineries like the Dangote refinery and the modular refineries, and then we don't need uh, that bridge in petro petroleum prices again. But definitely something has to happen, either under this administration or another one. We have to live with the implications for yeah. now. So we have this bogey about President, come and talk to us, come and talk to us, come and talk to us. He has spoken to us. That was Mr. Femi Adishina, the Senior Special Advisor to the President on Media and Publicity. You're still listening to Nigeria Daily from Daily Trust. We'll go on a break, but be rest assured that we will be back shortly. Do stay with us. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back to Nigeria Daily. And on the show today, we're discussing the suspension of removal of subsidy and the effect it will have on Nigerians. Because the president's special advisor on media and publicity, Mr. Femi Adeshina, did disclose that there will be consequences that Nigeria will pay. But one of the things the government said through the Minister of Finance, Zainab Ahmed, was that it has realized the timing of its planned removal of fuel subsidy is problematic and will worsen the sufferings of Nigerians. Dr. Tarifa Ibrahim is an economist and a member of the Nigerian Economic Society. He speaks on how Nigerians are going to pay for the suspension of the removal. Fuel price, for instance, the price of PNS, when it goes up, even the price of room will go up. The price of transportation, food items in the market, everything will go up. If even rubs off any increase in salary that has been recorded within that period. So labor and union don't see subsidy withdrawal as something that is proposed that will benefit the poor or the majority of the masses. Because for labor, the subsidy regime, bad as it is, still helps to ameliorate sufferings on Nigerians. There have been suspension. Like you mentioned, uh, it said it's pro-poor. The subsidy yes. removal is pro-poor, right? If I get that straight. Yes. Okay, now that it has been suspended for the next 18 months, and uh, Femi Additional saying that there's going to be impl implications Nigerians are going to pay. So how are we going to pay? The ordinary Nigerians would love to know how are we going to pay price for this suspension of removal of fuel subsidy? The idea is that we produce crude oil, but we don't refine the crude oil that turns into PMS that we buy from the sailing station. Mm -hmm. And paying for the covering the cost of landing or, or, or bringing the refined
behind PMS into Nigeria has always been borne by the federal government. And just today, NNPC is requesting 3 trillion naira for subsidy. So it is something that is eating up our very scarce resources that's available for government to implement capital projects for health, education, agriculture, women, youth, people with disabilities, and social development in general. So the earlier government stops to pay the subsidy, that is where Senate additional is getting uh, analysis from. The earlier government stops to pay, the, the better for Nigeria to begin to live with the reality of high price of PMS so that the market becomes efficient over time and the price begins to go down. Doctor, okay, doctor, when you say Nigerians are going to pay for it, you remove the subsidy, we still suffer. If you don't remove it, we still suffer. So if you're explaining this to an ordinary Nigerian, how are we going to pay? That's the bone of contention here. Because if you say we are going to pay because of the fuel subsidy, um, uh, when it's been removed, it's going to make life easy. The ordinary Nigerian would not understand that. If they remove that subsidy, Nigerians will still pay a high price for it. Mm. And the management of what was saved as a result of halting the subsidy, there's no guarantee that the, the management of that resource will be efficient. Mm. So what is better for Nigeria when it comes to the price of PMS is to retain the subsidy and improve in the management of our public financing, curbing official corruption among political office holders. Because the whole idea that if government does not stop subsidies, they cannot have money again. It is important to reform the cost of governance, the number of aids attached to ministers' political aids. Government should improve in the management of their special uh, service-wide votes and weed out all the necessary expenditures that are loaded in overhead as contained in the budget. This idea of removing subsidies so that to save the country some money, we always be born by the Nigerian worker who has more than eight, 10, 20 other persons depending on him or her on, for, for survival. So in as much as subsidy withdrawal makes sense in terms of operating efficient market prices, that is in a situation where there's perfect competition, where that particular commodity is produced by many producers and purchased by many buyers. In the case of PMS, we have only one producer, one seller, and many buyers. It's a monopoly situation. So you withdraw subsidy in a monopoly market, the price effect trickling down will not benefit the average Nigerian. So the Nigerian government needs to come up, come up with a better narrative on how to withdraw this subsidy and deliver it to Nigerians in a better way. Mm. They suspended it by 18 months, and that 18 months just tallies with the next period of handover for the next election. Mm. So they want to put it on the table again to use as a political campaign tool so that the sitting government will say, oh, we are keeping the subsidy for your good. Also, the opposition will say you are managing it poorly so that it will become another round of political campaign and promise. Vote me, vote me, I will reduce fair price. Vote me, vote me, I will give you housing and cheaper transportation. Mm. We've been hearing these things since we were kids. So there's need for efficient management of our crude oil um, sector. The president is still the minister for petroleum. There is now Petroleum Industry Act. Yes, we have not had any other reform around this area. NLPC is supposed to be a commercial venture. How come NLPC is still requesting for 3 trillion naira for subsidy? These are some of the things that's making the Nigerian worker not tr to trust the government. As an economist, I can tell you very straight that subsidy withdrawal is something that IMF will like, World Bank will like. But like I said, it works 
where in a situation where many banks sell recharge cards, there's no need giving one of them subsidy. Mm. We draw the subsidy, all of them we compete to operate and sell to every consumer at the lowest possible price. But our oil industry, if at all it's an industry for Nigeria, it's like it's monopolistic. The person we are waiting to start is refinery. It's only that will say when that will say refinery, refinery starts, it will be a monopoly as well. Mm. So it's important to find a better model that delivers PMS to Nigerians cheaply, but maximizes its export. Saudi Arabia is doing the same thing. Many crude oil countries are doing the same thing. Why is it for Nigeria? Each time it comes to a price of PMS, they say it must be true withdrawal subsidy. You said you withdraw subsidy, but you give Nigerians palliative for transport. That in itself is another form of subsidy that will distort the operation of transport market. The transport sector is already efficient. The mm. public transport people introducing subsidies here will also lead to further corruption. Right. It's important to allow Nigerians benefit from the crude oil, from the PMS that they buy so expensively right now, rather than making it more expensive again. All right. Thank you very much, Dr. Terrafa. That was Dr. Terrafa Abraham, an economist and member of Nigeria Economic Society. On that note, we have come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. To everyone whose voices were heard, we want to say thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episode on dailytrust.com, on bossproud.com. You can even listen in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio. If you are in Yola, you can listen to us via NAS FM 89.9. And in Jaws, you can listen to us on Unity FM 93.3 Jaws. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor Nigeria Daily, send us a message via WhatsApp on 091-389-33390. Thank you for listening and bye for now.